0: Someone stole the quiche, guys. someone stole the quiche, guys. someone stole
1: Manitoba, that was Slough High and a song I think just about everybody recognizes both sides of the border and uh, that is of course Who Stole the Kishka that lovely East European delicacy Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host, Paula Demchuk-McQuarrie, Pokrinska Pavlina, and I am delighted to have you with me. Uh, We've got a great program for you today Uh, We are going to be uh, giving a nod to two countries uh, North and South of the 49th parallel uh, Because uh, early July we're both celebrating our national holidays And uh, I know in some quarters that's not fashionable anymore But it certainly is here Because on Nasholus we are all about upholding the great traditions And so we're going to continue to do that today on this program We're going to be featuring music from uh, the Ukrainian uh, Ukrainian artists from um, both sides of the border, Canada and the United States, and uh, also sharing a little bit of history with a new book, and also a trip down memory lane, and I think a reminder uh, of uh, what life was like in the Soviet era, and if we're not careful, it could come back. So stay tuned for all of that. As well, our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music, as mentioned by Ukrainian-Canadian and Ukrainian-American artists. So uh, coming up next is another Canadian group, this one from Edmonton. They're called Millennia. And um, a traditional Ukrainian folk song, I think. <laughs> it's traditional, but it's the arrangement is not at all traditional, and it kind of uh, gives a nod to the uh, surfer culture from back in the 60s and uh, the west coast south of the 49th parallel here millennia now with hey dana dana
2: yak poihlo bodovan iz potrova poborjat oy dana 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 hey buriano vinde prediz pomas <laughs> u nego bez oy dana 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 hey Oidana dana dana hey! Hey dana dana hey dana hey! Hey dana dana hey dana hey! Hey dana dana hey dana hey! we're dana dana hey! Pod vihre dnim si navao, vsi počasici We'll chase it
3: Dreams a reality.
4: Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.com.
1: Montreal, that was uh, Previt from their second CD, Zeklikanya, or Zeklikania, and that was of Polinochi, Northern Stars. And we're going to bring Sluhai High from Winnipeg back, and this is a song that was uh, released by Previt on their first CD, Berechnadi Shores of Hope, back in the 90s, and it is a song that was of uh, lyrics poet lyrics, of the Ukrainian poet Alexander Oles, put to music by Mark Bednarchuk of Previt. And, of course, he does all the original music for the group on their three albums, or pretty much um, almost all of it. And uh, so here is Sluhai now with a cover of that song, Nascho, nascho to be pitate, why ask me?
5: To
0: Sunsets all over
1: Corner Book Reviews by Myra Junik Ukrainian stories in English
6: In this edition of Knishka Corner we will be discussing Yuri Kostenko's book Ukraine's Nuclear Disarmament A History Ukraine's Nuclear Disarmament A History published by the Ukrainian Research Institute at Harvard University outlines the factors which led Ukraine to sign the Budapest Memorandum in 1994. This agreement denuclearized the country. It also questions whether this was the right decision for Ukraine's future. Yuri Kostenko's insider account will help readers understand the power dynamics involved with Ukraine's fateful decision to give up its nuclear weapons in the mid-1990s. Leaving Ukraine vulnerable to Russian aggression. In 2014, 20 years after the Budapest Memorandum was signed, Russia annexed Crimea and supported an insurgency in eastern Ukraine. The first chapter, An Infant in a Grown-Up's Game, outlines the influences which impacted Ukraine's initial decision-making. In July 1990, As the Ukrainian parliament was drafting the Declaration of State Sovereignty of Ukraine, Ivan Drach, the leader of Narodne Ruch, suggested that perhaps nuclear weapons should be banned on Ukrainian territory. This was a new and controversial idea. After the dissolution of the Soviet Union, Ukraine was left with the third largest nuclear arsenal in the world after the United States and Russia. Russia wanted complete nuclear disarmament of all former Soviet republics other than Russia. Russia would then take ownership of these nuclear armaments, giving them increased power, influence, and financial benefits. It would also remove all potential nuclear threats on its doorstep. Russians believed that Ukraine was still a part of Russia, and therefore Ukraine should readily comply with Russia's wishes. The United States also wanted to prevent the proliferation of nuclear weapons, and they preferred to maintain the status quo by moving the nuclear weapons to Russia. Subsequent chapters outline the torturous process which led to Ukraine's nuclear disarmament and the resulting weakening of its international status. In its early days of independence, Ukraine lacked a robust political, economic, and security decision-making structure. It was heavily reliant on russian influence leaders. Russia and the United States moved ahead diplomatically, assuming Ukraine would eventually give up its nuclear arsenal. They negotiated the Start I and Start Two treaties with very little Ukrainian input. Meanwhile, Ukrainian parliamentarians examined issues of payment for nuclear materials and retention of some weaponry. Ukraine's national interests and a distinct understanding that Russia was not our ally in this process were central to the development of of the Nuclear Disarmament Action Plan. In 1994, the United States started belatedly supporting Ukrainian independence from Russian influence. However, with the election of President Kuchma and his new parliament in 1994, those Ukrainian diplomatic players who understood the potential risks were sidelined. In the end, Ukraine capitulated and signed the Budapest Memorandum. They believed their sovereignty would be protected in the future. Yuri Kostenko's account is a thorough examination of a difficult subject. As Ukraine's Minister of Environmental Protection and Nuclear Safety from 1992 to 1998, he participated in many of the discussions and negotiations relating to Ukraine's nuclear status. Based on previously unavailable documents, Kostanko gives readers insight into the Ukrainian parliamentary debates about Russian and American proposals for nuclear disarmament. These international partners exerted pressure on the newly independent Ukraine. In the end, Ukraine had little choice but to give up its nuclear arsenal to Russia. As a result, Ukraine was now virtually defenseless against Russian aggression. In 2014, when Russia invaded Crimea and eastern Ukraine, those countries who had guaranteed Ukraine's borders did not live up to their commitments. Koskentl tells readers, paper agreements and friendly pats on the back do not work in the contemporary world. This book will appeal to a variety of readers interested in Ukraine's history, nuclear disarmament, international politics, and Russian aggression. This dense but well-written text is thoroughly researched. Academics will appreciate the documents in the appendices, as well as the detailed footnotes. The photographs and biographical text boxes about key players in Ukraine's nuclear disarmament are also important to the historical record. Yuri Kostenko is a Ukrainian politician and leader of the Ukraine People's Party. From 1990 to 2014, he was a member of the Parliament of Ukraine. In the years 1992 to 1998, he joined the Cabinet with portfolios governing environmental protection and nuclear safety. Kostenko was a top-level representative of Ukraine in the negotiations with the Western powers and Russia on the denuclearization of Ukraine in the 1990s. Ukraine's Nuclear Disarmament, A History, was published by the Ukrainian Research Institute at Harvard University, Huri. Kostenko currently lives in Kiev, Ukraine. Ukraine's nuclear disarmament, a history, is available at Amazon and Hurri Books.
1: Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Konishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. a group that was very popular back in the 80s and 90s, a duo called Dotika and Slavko. They were also a married couple. Unfortunately, they split up and they stopped doing their music, but um, I do believe they've done a little bit on their own since, but uh, that song goes back to well, I would say probably the 1980s. Don't have an exact date on it, and that was provided for us by uh, Dotika herself when um, we connected on Facebook back a few years ago, and she sent me um, all the digital files of their album, which was just great. Unfortunately, though, it didn't come with any show notes, so I don't have a whole lot of information on that song, other than the title. And it is called Yes No To Be, again.
5: APL is more than a business.
4: This is CHMB AM 1320, Vancouver.
7: (laughs) Задумав дідого, задумав вженигиця, Ой, сєм в тумату, мах, Ой що старой не хочеться, молода не піде, Ой сев, думав, думав, молода не піде, Ой, сев, думав, думав, молода не піде. Хоч вона піде, то не ляже спати Ой сім, не ляже ой не ляже спагати, то не обернеться, Ой хоч обернеться, то не поцілує, Ой не поцілує поцілує, одвернеться, сплюне. Ой, сім дума, думала, повернеться сплюне. Ой, сім дума, думала, повернеться сплюне. Що у тебе дідуця, пинає борода? Ой, сім дума, думала, спнає борода. Ой, сім дума, думала, спнає борода. Догочок в, в ранці на реночок, ой, сив вдома, в, в, в ранці на реночок, ой, сив вдома, думав дума, на купив
8: на
7: Ой, у тебе діду, я баранка.
1: And another American group called Corinia, and that translates, of course, as root. And that song was called Zadumel di Dotyuk, which translates as, I guess, uh, so thought a grandfather or old man uh, chasing after a young girl. Something I thought, um, oh, happened in ancient history, but I don't know why I thought that because I don't think that has changed much over history. <laughs> Zadumao di performed for you by Kalena. Bringing it back home to Canada, we have Rusnachok up. They are also from Toronto. They were from Toronto uh, back in the day, nineteen seventies. They were kind of hailed as like the top zabava band in Canada. Certainly uh, well known and well beloved across the country. Here they are now with a song. I'm going to send this one out to David in New York. I know you love this one. It's called Komadic, the Mosquito.
9: dia a snai ti pero si o lish aqui chukai no vi mi vi snai no vi nadii Walking down the path together like we used to do.
8: Won't you think some imps <laughs>
9: you're wrong? They for. is a spoon, they with me. Call you long. me. the
1: And that was a Toronto group called Lyra from a CD they released a few years back and that is a lyrics composed by the late roman Breton, who uh for many years hosted a uh, ukrainian radio program in edmonton called uh, radio journal and was a just a pillar of the ukrainian canadian community and unfortunately um he left us much much too soon far too young a uh, few years back and that song was called spohade reflections and if you notice the tune uh, he did not compose the tune that was rain originally performed back in the 1970s by Jose Feliciano. Coming up next something a little bit different and we're going to go further east and to the east coast of Canada and the late Great Stomp and Tom Connors who wrote a song dedicated to the Ukrainian community a few years back and here he is from a live recording when he presented it to a very appreciative audience. Stomp and Tom Connors and Zakuska which translates as Appies. <laughs>
3: We're any Ukrainians in the house tonight? We got one or two over there. All right, a little bit of a polka there for you folks. Up, 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 come up and dance, mama. Up, 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 some hunka, put some in cup. Up, 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 up. up, 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 up. Come up and dance, and when you wish, You could eat one pickle fish, Maybe cabbies roll, Poro de baby Maybe bowl of borscht, And polka, Zocuzka so polka, She's very fine, Sometime we dance, Sometime we dine, Sometime we drink, Too much wine, But Zocuzka, so good anytime. time, up, 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 Come up and dance, mama. Up, 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 up. Some more honka. Put some in cup. Up, 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 up. Up, 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 up. Up, 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 up. Up, 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 up. Now listen to this Prince Edward Islander player. Here. And dance and when you wish, you could eat one pickle fish, maybe candies roll, kabasa, Maybe bowl of borscht and polka, So Cusca polka she's very fine. Sometime we dance, sometime we dine, sometime we drink too much wine, but so could any anytime. Papa, papa, up papa,
1: is Ukrainian bandurist and singer from the United States, Madokal Faryan, and that is him on the bandura, Ukraine's national instrument, and a Ukrainian song called Homing, Sounds of the Steps, and that is, I guess, mimicking the wind that blows across the steps. And Marco is a dentist by trade, uh, his day job, and uh, he is a fantastic singer, he's got a beautiful bass voice, and uh, plays bandura, and has just released some new tunes, which we're just waiting on, and that one we've had for a while, and uh, happy to share it with you again, Marco Ferion and Homin, Sound of the Steps. Coming up next is Victor's Vignettes, and I just wanted to say a word about what inspired me to pull this one out of the audio archives. It's a very interesting look at the realities of life in the Soviet era and something that people in the West really don't uh, can't have a hard time relating to although if we're not careful we may be relating to it in the very near future. It involves censorship it involves ingenuity and uh, what made me think about this was the big brouhaha going on right now with William Shatner and doing his show and uh, it is being distributed on RT which is uh considered Russia's state propaganda organ, and probably is, and I understand, absolutely understand why people, Ukrainians, would be upset uh, thinking that uh, William Shatner has uh, defected and is uh, sleeping with the enemy, so to speak. And I get that, and I don't know that that's necessarily wrong. However, there is another way of looking at things, and one of which is uh, this was a business transaction, and if no one else is willing to carry William Shatner's new show, which, you know, he's 90 years old, and I understand uh, probably a lot of the established media companies wouldn't so he went to somebody who would and if Russia today was smart enough to snag him and provide him distribution for his show well uh, maybe Ukrainians should step up to the plate too and maybe do some propaganda of our own and strike a deal It's a business arrangement, so let's be smart and not do knee-jerk reactions and uh, come down on people who are doing things, but do things of our own. There's a lot of stories that need to be told. I'm struggling really here myself. Uh, Gee, maybe I should go to Russia today. Just kidding, not going to do it. (laughs) But uh, really, we should be a little bit more proactive instead of doing these knee-jerk reactions all the time. And we have a huge story to tell. The world needs to hear it. So come on, people, help me tell the story. And the handful of other people who are producing Ukrainian radio programs, Stefan Andrusiak of Nasha Kasha has recently done that, and of course the old standbys in, in Winnipeg and Irene Bell in uh, Montreal, Simon uh, Kuklovsky in, sorry, he's in Montreal, Irene is in Ottawa. Uh, not enough of us, nearly enough of us, telling these stories, and um, do your part as well. And if you still don't understand what I mean by that, take a listen to Victor's Vignettes. uh, And um, maybe that'll jog your memory a little bit and give you some inspiration.
10: Welcome to Victor's Vignettes Stories about Life in Soviet and Post Soviet Ukraine by Victor Sergeyev of Nikolayev, Ukraine. I am Sergei Kaznagyi in Toronto. When it came to music listening in Soviet Ukraine, we always had choices. We could tune in on radio receivers to hear soundtracks of the two available TV channels, the state-controlled Moscow channel and the pro-Moscow Kiev channel. Or we would create a cultural environment of our own, underground. Of course, the latter choice was by far the most popular, not that it was easy. In official stores, only government-sanctioned goods were available for purchase, so radio receivers came without 19 and 25-meter bands to block transmissions of Voice of America and the BBC channels. But where there is a will, there is always a way. There was the black market, occasional trips abroad, and of course we could always build our own radios. As well... There were old World War II trophy German radios around, or you could buy good Japanese tape recorders with built-in radios. As I said, we had choices. My hometown of Nikolaev is a seaport, and for me it was a window to the world. The seamen always brought home plenty of vinyl discs from their trips abroad. So, for as long as I can remember the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Deep Purple, Slade, and other prominent names in Western pop culture, have been part of my consciousness. The old union company Melodia in faraway Moscow, of course, tried to control our musical preferences. It was a useless exercise. The selection in the Moscow-controlled store numbered in the mere hundreds of discs, all naturally carrying the label Melodia. The black market, however, offered thousands upon thousands of discs from all over the world. The United States, the Great Britain, Japan, Taiwan, Malaysia, Spain, France even socialist countries like Poland, Romania, and the former Yugoslavia. Our local black market had a name, Schod, which means gathering. Schod existed according to its own rules, independent of any authorities. It took place once a week, on Sundays, and it was a sacred dream for music collectors like me. But contraband is never cheap. The cost of just three foreign vinyl discs was equal to the monthly salary of an engineer. Therefore, we would copy the discs and share the music. We used ordinary tape recorders, as magnetic tapes were relatively inexpensive and easy to come by. Sometimes we wondered if we were being disloyal to our heritage and by embracing foreign culture as we did. But Ukrainian culture was suppressed by Soviet authorities, with only fragments remaining. We knew of some Ukrainian singers and songwriters, but they were loyal to the Soviet regime. And, of course, anything or anyone bearing Moscow's stamp of approval held no interest for us. In those days, I was vaguely aware that in western Ukraine, in places like Lviv and Ivano-Frankivsk, Ukrainian culture remained strong. But, unfortunately, those cities were too far away to have any influence on us. Taras Shevchenko, Mikhail Kucubinsky, Ivan Franco, Ostav Vishnya, Volodymyr vasyuk Sofia Taro, and others were of course known names to us, but they were only relics of Ukrainian culture, ancient history, throwbacks to the past, all meant to be forgotten. Now every day it becomes more clear just how much of our cultural heritage is lost to us forever, due both to Soviet oppressors and the purveyors of Western pop culture. At least young people today have more choices and better ones. I hope they choose wisely. These are words of Viktor Sergeyev and Mikolaev, Ukraine. I am Serhii Kaznadji in Toronto, Canada. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Viktor's Vignettes, stories from the life of Viktor Sergeyev in Mikolaev, Ukraine. For audio archives and links, visit www.nashholos.com. So until next time, do
1: and Bunny with this Canada of ours. And our proverb of the week translates as: If you don't like something, then don't wish it on someone else. Well, that brings us to the end of another edition of Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. In between broadcasts, please visit us online at www.nashholos.com to get podcast links, transcripts and audio archives and a link to our Patreon site where I hope you'll support our work. That's www.nashholos.com. Well, our time is up, so to take us to the end of our program, one more tune by Mickey and Bunny and Woody Guthrie's This Land is Our Land, uh, done in the inimitable Mickey and Bunny, Ukrainian-Canadian style, and uh, One Last Toe Tapper by the Hrim Band from New York, and a song about girl picking mushrooms. I'm Pavlina on behalf of all of us here at Noshholos. Thanks for listening, and Dobranich! <laughs>
8: Це наша земля, це наші поля, від härn faston, bru och це наша земля, це наші поля. Це є наш новий край. Як я приїхав до цього краю, і відіяв гори, і морі, от була пуща і Big this land is your land, this land is my land From Bonavista to Vancouver Island
10: From the Arctic
8: Circle to the Great Lake Waters This land is made you and me San zemlja, Zimia, San Asha Poli Fire Heidi through <laughs> Oomoria Це наша земля, це наші поли, цей наш новий край, цей наш новий край.
11: Погриби ходила, зеленому гаю запудила. А я чорнява нічки, не спала нічки, не спала, стобою гуляла. А я чорня ванічки, не спала нічки, не спала, стобою гуляла. Ой, косаче молоди гутяй. Ти від мене зеленого гаю А я чорнява нічки Не спала нічки Не спала з тобою гуляла А я чорнява нічки Не спала нічки Не спала з тобою гуляла I А сам пешодорожугати, а я чорнява нічки, не спала нічки, не спала з тобою гуляла, а я чорнява нічки, не спала нічки, не спала з тобою гуляла. Ой щукати до темної ночі, пала роса до сині очі. А я чорнява нічки, не спала нічки, не спала з тобою гуляла, а я чорнява нічки
5: Mm-hmm.